All right, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, reason I'm doing this on video is we're doing, we did a video for uh, another apostle I'm trying to do with the deeper dive, so we figured we'll just do this video. Um, so in today's gospel, I read from the gospel of Matthew. It says, Jesus said to his disciples, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have one over your brother. If he does not listen, take one or two others along with you. So every fact may be established on the testimony of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to you, tell the church. If he refuses to listen even to the church, treat him as you would a Gentile or a tax collector. Amen. I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Amen. I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything for which they are to pray, it shall be granted to them by my heavenly Father. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. All right, folks. So let's just take that first uh, part of the gospel today. And today's gospel talks about... Um, fraternal correction and how we are to biblically correct someone. So I think just for time's sake, I want to focus on that first part. There's five steps and let's just assume the first step actually works. When you go to your brother or sister alone and you correct them, that it actually works. Now, <laughs> a lot of times it doesn't work. People get ticked off and they just, you know, I don't want to talk to you ever again. But we have to realize that admonishing sinners is actually a work of mercy. And the second reading, which we talked about today, talked about love, and love is not divorced from truth. And we live in a, a society that unfortunately uh, does not uh, believe in the existence of sin. I don't think a lot of people believe in the afterlife. They don't believe in heaven or hell, unfortunately. Um, the existence of God or even the devil. So um, it's sad. And so we're, we're kind of fighting an upper, uphill struggle. And unfortunately, maybe some of your kids don't believe in what we teach, you know, about a lot of important issues that God has given to us. But nonetheless, um, uh, fraternal correction is, is an act of love and it is, um, it is necessary. St. Thomas says it is necessary for someone to correct someone if they are committing a serious sin, all right? Um, you know, so let's say they're in a relationship that's sinful outside of the church or, you know, they're, you know, habitually, you know, abusing alcohol or, they're involved with some movement that's unholy, whatever it might be, but it's have to, it, it, we're obligated when it's something that is a more of a serious nature, which we would call, um, as Catholics, a mortal sin. So if you know someone, you're close to them. Now, I wanna, make, I wanna read the scripture. It says, if your brother sins against you. Now, it has to be a sin, we're obligated, but also the word brother in Greek, it, it means sort of like, it doesn't mean like just a blood brother or, uh, or like your sister that you're related to, it, it's a looser word, which means someone that you have a friendship or a working relationship with. So let's say you have a coworker and you have coffee quite, you have conversations every single day. That would be a working relationship, a friend, um, you know, uh, obviously a child uh, and so forth. Like for instance, going into the supermarket and correcting a girl about her outfit would not be appropriate if you don't know her because you don't, have a working relationship with that person but if it's your daughter you have an obligation right it's different uh, so it has to be a serious thing it has to you have to have a working relationship and our lord makes the point he says um to go uh to tell him his fault between you and him alone now it's an important uh, point that our lord makes is that anytime we make a correction it should never be in front of someone um especially because we don't want to embarrass the person shame them uh, make them feel, uh, look, or other people look down on them for their situation. 
So it shouldn't be over the, you know, over the dinner table when everyone's around and you point out the one kid about their thing. No, you, you take them to a side room. I think it's, our Lord would say, if you're a teacher, you don't correct the kids, in, you know, the kid in front of the other kids, you take them outside the classroom and tell them what he did. Um, if you're a coach, take them off the field, you know, whatever it might be. And, and uh, when there's after practice and make the correction then. And why? Because once again, you want the correction to be effective. Um, the other thing too is when we're making a fraternal correction, we should never think we're better than those people, right? Uh, because if it wasn't for the grace of God, we probably would have done the same thing. And uh, so there has to be a degree of humility when we're making uh, a fraternal correction. We should pray for that person for sure, and maybe even do a sacrifice for them before we do the fraternal correction. Um, and the other thing, we shouldn't be afraid to do a fraternal correction because once again, it's an act of love and it's doing what's best for the person. But I want to flip it too. What happens when you're corrected by someone who loves you? Um, do you take it well or do you get angry? Now, let's be honest, because we're proud, uh, when we get corrected, our attitudes, well, who are you to tell me? But, but if we have a degree of humility in us, um, there should be gratitude when someone corrects us, especially if we're doing something that could be fatal to us or dangerous to our spiritual life. And I think too, is if we look back at those that we really love, it's usually the people that are willing and not afraid to tell us what we need to hear, not necessarily what we want to hear. So I'm not saying like go out tomorrow and make a fraternal correction, but I am saying this. If there's a conversation you know that should be made and, and God wants you to do it, and you have that, that sort of um, working relationship with that person, don't be afraid to let the Holy Spirit work with you and uh, gain a soul for Christ. God bless you, have a great week.